Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, Rally Gang. Spin the Rally Pod is ready to go in 2022 with a New Year's resolution from the team to bring you more regular rallying updates as we head into this brand new era of motorsport. I'm rally fan Lisa O'Sullivan. Alongside me, thanks to the magic of the internet, is Dirtfish senior staff writer David Evans and former motorsport team boss George Donaldson. We will, I hope, be joined by the voice of rally Colin Clark, but he started the season with a bit of a lion and a few minutes ago was sounding exactly like a wasp. But, uh, you know, we don't want to hang around any longer than we have to. So I'm, I'm just going to start. And I, I'm going to start where, I mean, this is the Brit in me speaking here. We've got to talk about the weather. Monte Carlo, let's mm. find out what the weather is going to be like. George, you are the man for the job. Right. Well, I mean, if we look at um, uh, just a couple of, couple of specific areas. So, you know, the, the northern part of the rally is, is Cisteron. It's as high north as we, far north as we go. It's um, it's just freezing overnight, you know, minus three, minus four overnight. Now, that's enough to freeze everything properly at the side of the road. So we will get the usual, you know, uh, rivers frozen, uh, you know, streams frozen, melt uh, at the side of the road, depending on how much snow there's been over the last few months. Uh, but it's getting up to 11, 12 degrees during the day, David. I mean, goodness mm-hmm. gracious. Yeah, yeah, boo. Well, yes, boo, but... Um, down at down at Gap, so you know for for uh, not sitting down at Gap, down at um, um, at near near Monte Carlo, we're we're not even seeing it getting freezing at night. It's oh. actually it's actually that warm. What's the point? The, What's the well, point? You say? I mean, <laughs> why you, don't they just call it San Remo and have done with it? Kind <laughs> of. I mean, it's definitely you no know, go down to Sospel, which is is um, uh, the. the the start or finish of of Col de Turini you know, at mm. the bottom, but you're still you're still high up there. Um, it's you know ne- ne- next week. Oh, it's, it's it's we, it's we, we have well Colin on the line. Finally, Mister Mister, stay in beds. Ah. Finally up and wiping <laughs> the sleep from his eyes. Sounding normal as well, Col. Tail wagging. Almost. Happens, happens, Colin. Don't worry. Are you recording now, Colin? Uh, yes. Uh, totally. Thank you, David, for reminding me. <laughs> well, we, we've started without you because we, we needed to crack on to find the weather's what the weather's like, and it's been a little disappointing from the one to call it. We are talking. Basically, I just apologise, George. I apologise first because David and no. I. Well, listen, we had a conversation yesterday, and it's it might actually well, yes, be a video. Be. <laughs> uh, and I said I'd never been late. <laughs> Jinx. So, so with with my lateness, I apologise. Sorry, George. You go I, ahead. I remember. I remember uh, the year I said I'd never missed a flight. I, I missed oh. a flight. Yeah. <laughs> it took me. It took me nearly thirty years to miss a flight, but I finally did miss a flight. 
Yeah. So you you recording now, Cole? Yeah, recording. I don't, I'm on top Excellent. of it now, guys. Don't yeah. worry about me. That's fine. Well, we'll, we'll so, keep keep talking Monte about Carlo, Monte Carlo, sunny and dry, basically, which is good news from a spectator point of view. Probably bad news from a photographer point of view. I I was talking to Elvin earlier in the week, and mm -hmm. I put this to him. Very, are we, are we looking at a very dry, consistent Monty? Uh, and he said, well, who knows? As quite rightly, who knows? Uh, but he did say that he expected a bit of snow because he said the altitude is quite a lot higher um, in the more southerly Alp Maritime. Mm. That's that's something to consider, isn't it, George? But yeah, yeah, well, it, you're getting it, up to two and a half thousand metres at the top of Turini, for instance. But yeah. it's showing as, I mean, you know, it shows us the next week is just absolutely no precipitation at all. Uh, the the chance of any precipitation is down at one, two, maybe three percent at worst. It's fully sunny all day, so you know eight and a half, nine hours sunshine all day. Getting up to ten degrees during the day early next week. A little bit cooler towards the end of next next week, but there is no sign. I mean, that's a, that's a long range forecast. You know we're we're eight. So, you know, six or seven days out. So oh, but George, the, the, these these long range forecasts are what um, the teams use to consider tyre selection. So, yeah. what what will be going on in the teams? What tyres are we going to see? Well, it's it's still not warm, so you'll still be using the softs, but um, you'll not be you'll you'll not be using the snow options at all. Or maybe maybe you have to. You know, maybe there's a a situation where you have to. <laughs> Or, actually, or maybe George, even use second-hand tyres. Yeah, is is yeah. the bigger question, George? If it's getting that warm, will the soft tyres? Obviously, it, we it have the super soft and the soft. We don't it, have a, a hard. Will the, the soft be too soft? The highest the highest temperature we're going to see is eight or nine degrees. It's not ah, okay. it's not like fifteen or sixteen degrees or anything like that. It's going to be absolutely fine. And and then yeah. you're going to be in in the shade. The road temperature itself is going to be down at uh, probably you know four or five degrees at best yeah. obviously in the sunshine the the road temperature can get up to, to up to 15 16 degrees in the direct sunshine it is sunny all 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 day you know here uh, so but but it's going to be super will, soft basically we know there will be there will be sections where snow and ice remains you know i'm thinking the top of sister on through the hairpins what, what do you do up there that, that's on the shady side, so the north-facing yeah, side. Yeah, uh, yeah that, exactly. You, you can get it. So a soft slick works there. You know, it's. I mean, I've I've done the. Uh, you know, I've been there many many times over Sisteron, where you've, you you're working the equation. So you know you've got, you know, th uh, two and a half, three and a half kilometers of of ice and snow, totally yeah. dry up to that point, and and on the north on the south side as you're going down towards uh, Sisteron. Um, uh, sorry, down towards uh, what's the name of Thor? Thor, yeah, uh, Thor. You're, you're. Um, th th it can be very warm and totally dry. So uh, even, even uh, in the days of all the very bizarre tire choices, where you had, you know, studded slicks and half, mm. half snow, half uh, slick tire and things like that, really bizarre tires. It was nearly always quicker on a soft slick if you if you could manage to get over it. Now, yeah. we've got four-wheel drive now. We've got very, very clever hybrid system, which, you know, you could actually probably engineer that finer 
uh, if you've got your mappings very cleverly done and, and anti-slip systems. So you've got GPS speed control, potentially. I don't quite know what controls they've got, rather than mm. just wheel speed sensors and things like that. You could do a lot, although bearing in mind again, again, we have no center diff. So it's just basically no. a track. We're back to we're back to tractors again, you know, yeah, four-wheel exactly. drive tractors. So that's not so smart. So yeah, um, to, to my mind, it would have to be the point that you couldn't get up over slicks. You couldn't get up over sister on, on slicks. Uh, because if you can get over it, what you'll win at the start and the finish um, will more than compensate for the time lost. Like you'll maybe lose 35, 40 seconds going over the snow, maybe even maybe even 50 seconds, but you'll make up you'll make up 70 seconds uh, to, compared to a, a snow a snow tire effectively right. uh, on, either, on either side. So. Yeah, I think it's just basically a dry, dry mod. <laughs> yeah. You've I, definitely I can, got I, that weather cover. I can, Long I can go on. Short, I can go on. I know. I know. I'm a drone. I, I apologise. I know. I, 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 it's so sad that I actually really enjoy wondering what the weather's going to be and then moaning when it, it's not yeah. what it's supposed yeah, what to be. Want. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're just generally an intolerable, tolerable person. What can we Does, say? Does anybody else feel that, it, um, and I, I think the weather is to blame for this because Christmas kind of crept up on us and it felt like it was the middle of October. We've got a, a Monte Carlo that's, that's going to be warmer than I want it to be. I mean, probably if we go back and look through the records, it, it often is warm. Um, mm. But but here we are at the beginning of the season. I'm excited about it being the beginning of the season, but it does already feel like it's the middle of spring. <laughs> It it does, and, and you know the thing. The thing that is surprising is when you've got these new cars coming. You know, I remember talking to to all of the engineers six months ago, and the, the absolute and and seeing the absolute terror in their eyes. That oh my god, we've got to have these cars ready in six months, and then the same three months ago, and the same two weeks ago, and and now we're here. Uh, and and Monty on Thursday evening is go. And you're right, Lisa. It is. It it does feel as though it has crept up up on us, but but who cares? Mm. It's here, and it is incredibly exciting. It is exciting. It's exciting for 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 all of the uh, the uncertainty, the, the controversy, if you like, that surrounded these new regulations. Um, and it and it's exciting, exciting for for all of the the great unknown. Um, you know what we discovered when we went to that incredible simulated rally with with Hyundai a few few months ago. Is that there is an awful lot, an awful lot of learning with this system that that perhaps hasn't been uh, properly thought, not properly thought through. Maybe that's a little bit, a little bit strong, um, but maybe not properly considered. Yet to at reveal times. itself. Yeah, yet to reveal itself. There, and we know it happens. It's happened throughout the history of rallying. You know, you you can test for many thousands of kilometers, but until you get into actual full competitive conditions, you know, you're not absolutely a hundred percent seeing all of the eventualities and George what year was it with with Citroen remember that they did um, it was the year of um, McRae, Loeb and Sainz and and all the engines blew before the start of the rally because supposedly you had developed these wonderful new engines but they'd never run them on a prolonged road section and it was the road section that did them you know things like Mm. that have happened in rallying Um, I think that was the year that that Tommy won wasn't it because was it was it McRae and Science. It happened after the start of the rally. Loeb started his engine blew before the rally, and I think they managed to change the engine. Um, but um, yeah, you know, there, there is an I, awful lot. And I don't remember that. You don't, I, 2002, I don't 2002, I think it was. George, remember? No, Colin drove for Citroen and Carlos at the 03. Was it? Well, yeah. 
So what, what year was yeah. it then? And, and the, the, it was the Peugeots. It was Peugeot. No, it wasn't. Not... It was the Citroëns. It was the Citroëns. It was the Citroëns. George, help me out. Uh, I, thought it, <laughs> I, thought it was the, I thought it was the Peugeots as well, but I, I apologise. Uh, I don't apply myself to my memory on, on these things no, anymore. I'm, I'm almost convinced it was the Citroëns. It was, it was one of the years I was with BAT, mm-hmm. uh, with 555. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it was 20 years ago. It's early in the morning. You know, well, it would, have been, it would have been... Uh, it would have been two thousand and two or two thousand and three then. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. one of the it one of those per- two years. Peugeot, Peugeot is an O two. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy won in sleepy call. Yeah, I think I think it was I think it was that two thousand two. Tom, Tommy won in uh, two thousand and two. Yeah, two thousand and two. Tommy won, and because Loeb yeah. and Loeb was the only one of the, that was the Citroen Loeb was in that year, right? No, L- yeah. Loeb, Loeb, uh, Loeb was Loeb was. Uh, yeah. Um, second, Loeb yeah, second. He won, Remember, he, he won, he won right. for a day and a half until yeah. they, with, they withdrew their protest for a penalty that they'd had right. for 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 cheating. How did how did that happen, George? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just uh, some some team manager uh, had his uh, had his antenna out and detected detected someone was going on. Okay, it was hang me. On, hang on, what's that noise? Mr. Yeah. G. Donaldson to the steward room, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's that's my that's one of my greatest memories. One of, <laughs> one of my first memories of rallying, and one of my greatest memories is sitting in the Cafe de Paris with the good and the great of the high the Highland the Subaru World Rally Team, David Richards, uh, Hugh Chambers, um, who was the boss at the time, George, the guy that went on to Formula One, Nick, uh, Nick, Nick Fry, Nick Fry, Nick Fry, sitting at the Cafe de Paris, and uh, it was <laughs> Hugh Chambers holding his phone away from his ear and we could hear George ranting, <laughs> ranting. <laughs> and he then puts George, George, yeah, George we'll, we'll, we'll talk later about this one, sounds very interesting, phone away from the ear again as George gets, you know, he hits the rev limiter of excitement um, I've been there, I've seen it, I've got the pictures <laughs> Just, just I think now we've talked quite yeah, let's a leave lot the about past that. behind, let's move on or, to- or Just a very quick one, what exactly was it George, with, with Seb's car? Um the uh, it they, was it was the, the their team coordinator kept asking for uh, a change in the tire allowances and the tire ruling, um, which Monte Carlo kept denying. Which mm. you know, I mean, we we all would have accepted the you know we all could have asked for it at that point. But my antenna went up and I thought, why are they asking for that again? We've already been told no. It's not that big a deal. And and um, uh, I can't remember whether it was me. I think it was me that had asked in, in the meeting, you know, to, to what was his name, um, the the coordinator, co-drove for 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 Carlos. Denny Giraudet. No, it wasn't no, Denny. not Denny. Uh, it wasn't. It was Michelle. Michelle, somebody. Uh, anyhow, they had a potentially had a tire. The, the thought was that they had a tire that uh, could leak off pressure, you know, like, like not, not like the little valves. The, the consideration was, I'm not saying this is what they did, but the consideration was that they had a tire that could bl- blow off high pressure, just leak slowly. All four wheels could leak slowly. Very smart. If it, if it was, it was brilliant. Um, but they wanted them, uh, they didn't want to put the car into part Fermi. The rule was that you couldn't change your tyres at the end of the this long leg when you came down over Quatre Chemin and, and so on, and down into down into um, to Nice. And those were the two stages that um, Sebastian Loeb absolutely had been in neck and neck with Tommy all the way, big fight, and then all of a sudden on two stages, he took like nearly a minute out of Tommy over two stages. 
and mm. we were coming off the the, the, the stage. T Tommy's tires were were wrecked, and and um, um, obviously, you know, the pressure goes up to about you know f th three and a half bar. You know, you, 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 it's a big advantage to be able to drop the the the, pr the pressure down. Anyway, Citroen came into the into the um, into the service, and uh, had your service. You had to leave your. You had to. You'd service your car, main service, like forty odd minutes, whatever it was. You had to put your car into part Fermi on the same tires. And out of interest, I went along just to see that you know, give, given what had happened, I went along to the part Fermi just to see that the cars were going into the part Fermi on the tires that come off the previous stage on, and the Citroens went in with brand new tires and wheels. Part Fermi wheels, basically, lovely and clean. Everyone else went in on dirty old tires that had done a whole load of mileage. Because uh, if they'd left them on those tires, yeah. potentially yeah. they would have gone flat. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I'd already discussed this uh, this request, uh, per se, with uh, the FIA uh, scrutineer. Um, so uh, anyway, I saw him come wandering up, and he said, he said, everything okay, George? I said, well... I said, uh, as as per the discussion, you just have a look yourself. You'll see what's going on. And I could see him look at it. Goes up, jumps over the fence, or goes through the goes through the en entrance to Park Fermi, gets down around the car, straight on his phone, <laughs> running away back along to Citroen. I said, you need, and as he, as he sort of got up to look, I said, I do think you need to go and find the wheels that came off the car. I think that's the issue, isn't it? <laughs> wow. Anyway, they got a, they got given a ten minute penalty uh, by the stewards that evening for doing it because it, I mean it had been raised and uh, uh, I went to bed about two o'clock in the morning. Everyone had gone away. I got up at uh, six o'clock in the morning to go back down to, to to walk from the hotel up to the the notice board. And here's here's uh, well, there's nothing on the notice board. No, it wasn't George. It wasn't on the don't notice forget, board because I was there. It didn't go on the notice won. board until mm. much later. Yeah, no, but Low one didn't he? And then I've it got, was it was after the event. Yeah, I've I've got photographs, timestamp photographs of the notice board at six o'clock in the morning. There was still nothing on the notice board at six in the morning, yeah. but I would phoned out to the team and said I was I was just going to stay up there and watch. And about seven thirty, quarter to eight in the morning, just uh, the car the cars were just coming out of Park Fermi. Um, I think I went across the road and found a coffee somewhere. Uh, came back and uh, uh, about quarter to eight. Literally fifteen minutes before the cars came out of Park Fermi, the the running order um, and the the note came out that the the ten minute penalty was going to be applied suspensively, as as the wording has mm. says it said it. You think you wow. complete tossers? <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, we just we just uh, I mean, there's nothing much you can do at that point. Uh, I mean, I talked to the stewards, and it was just literally that it was the last person in to strong harm the stewards. Uh, the, the the chairman of the stewards was was. Um, a really nice bloke, but he he he, he could uh, he, he he would he would go where the wind was blowing strongest. So you can you can imagine Guy Freckelan would be in there and the wind would be blowing very strong, and he mm. bended he bent well, to that. Loeb 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 won the event, went over the podium. Citroen got its advert in Lecky the next day, and then soon after that, well they the... they with they with they withdrew because they 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 got it suspended. Uh, yeah. They got it applied suspensively, pending an appeal because they put an appeal yeah. in, and then they they lost the appeal, didn't they? Right. But there's no twenty one the minutes into this podcast. Yep. We <laughs> need to move on to twenty twenty two. I've tried to yep. move you on a couple of times now. Sorry, oh, Colin, please. you're yeah. awake. I am. No. What can you. we expect from Monte Carlo? 
2022. Just, but this is the great thing, and we've already touched on it, at least. It's, it's the, the, the uncertainty surrounding it. It's very difficult to make predictions this year, isn't it? OK, it's maybe just as well that the, the weather looks a little bit benign, because if we'd thrown in the uncertainties around potential snow and ice and, and black ice and all the rest, oh, my goodness me, it would have been an impossible one to make any predictions for. I, I think there's enough uncertainty about the team's driver's form, all the rest, to make it really, really difficult to say what we can expect. Um, I, I think we can expect plenty of stories. I think, I think that's an absolute minimum. Um, plenty to talk about, plenty to discuss. But in terms of form, you know, why, who knows? I mean, you know, I, I would certainly not be looking beyond Ogier for the win. I mean, Ogier is the absolute master of Monte. And, and all right, he's not done so many kilometres of testing in, in the Toyota, but, you know, he, he was absolutely on top form when we were in Monza just a few weeks ago. There's no reason to think, yes, he's now a retired, officially a, a retired driver, um, but there's no reason to think that, that Ogier won't be the one to beat. But, you know, what I'm looking forward to very much is, is, is just seeing a renewed Tanak, because Tanak has been waiting for this rally for the best part of two seasons now. You know, he could not wait to see the back of that, you know, that previous World Rally car. He's talked a lot about the, his hope for the new World Rally car. Is he going to be given a car he's comfortable with? Now, we've seen Tanak in the past on Tarmac really struggling with the old Hyundai. You know, we go back three years and he was almost unbeatable on Tarmac in the Toyota. So, you know, all of these kind of things are going to be fascinating. Craig Breen in the, the M Sport car, you know, he had that big, big crash yesterday. Um, well, it looked big. It, it, it wasn't enormous. The damage was, was fixable, clearly, because it was back out again the next day testing with, with Greensmith. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of expectation on Breen. Breen's in a situation he has never been in before in his life. He's got a full season, you know, a guaranteed full season ahead of him. There is so, so much to look forward to. But what we can expect, please, I really don't know. I really, really don't know. And that, for me, makes it all dead exciting. Mm. David, I I think the one thing that perhaps we can uh, expect, and without predicting any any imminent doom or anything, I think we can expect some issues with these cars. You know, there is such a step forward with the with the technology. But yeah, there is a step forward with the technology. First time we've had hybrid in there. Um, on one hand, it is much more complicated. But as George has already said, we haven't got a center diff we haven't got paddle shift so we haven't got a hydraulic si system to fail on the cars uh this year everything is much much more mechanical but the the hybrid the encompassing hybrid will take its toll i think uh would there have been a lot of failures certainly early in the development of the cars last year uh there were there were a lot of issues with with that and and i think there will be here um the one thing the good thing is that if the hybrid does fail it can be disconnected uh, quite easily, quite simply from, from the car. So a hybrid failure really shouldn't stop the car in its tracks. Um, yeah, but I think David, it, but here's another thing that, we, we, you know, what's going to happen, you know, if, you, if your hybrid system fails and it's down to, a, you know, through no fault of the team, the driver, if it's a, it's a failure of the component, you know, through a, a long loop of stages, you can be out the rally effectively. Yeah, you'll get through the stages, but you'll be miles behind. You know, uh, yeah, but don't forget, Carl. You won't be miles behind won't you? because, won't well, you? no, because you'll well, you'll still have. Let's not forget, you'll get your. You can have up to ten seconds boost off the start, um, 
So you've got 530 horsepower instead of 380 horsepower off the start line, <laughs> it, where you are massively traction limited anyway. Yeah, uh, true, so, true. you know, how much are you going to actually use that 520 horsepower off the line? But then in the stages, you're you're getting this regen and then you're deploying the boost. It's not it's not going to be minutes, I wouldn't have thought. No, no, but over um, the, say, say, say you're losing 20 seconds a stage, David, and it, it's... That's, it's, that's it, a lot. You think that's a lot? I, I don't you know. You don't I think, think 20 seconds a, lot, a stage yeah. is, is, is going to be the, 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 the advantage of the... Uh, it's difficult. It's, I'm, 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 I'm making this up. I've got no idea. To be honest. <laughs> I'm making it up. I, no, but this is the thing I don't call, know. There's an awful lot of that going what, on. What, right? what is the high... But see, let's, let's say a 20-kilometre stage. George, maybe you could... You, you might have a better handle on this. So a 20-kilometer stage, it's a typical stage. So there's a little bit of straight, there's a little bit of technical. So what's it going to be worth? What is the hybrid going to be worth in that stage? Are we talking 5, 10, 20 seconds? We don't know how much they're going to be allowed to regen and deploy their coal. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the other issue. The, the, the reality is... Work out, David. The reality I, is we the don't region know, won't that's, get that's very much, guys. By the FIA, before, before you go into the the, 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 in, the in depths of that, can I ask a real idiot question here? So, I've been doing it for years, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. So what I'm trying to get my head around with the hybrid setup is the refueling side of things and the difference between the fact that you're not only carrying battery weight now, you're also carrying fuel weight at different times. But if you switch the hybrid off and run out of fuel and then the hybrid doesn't work... I, you know um, that kind of balancing act that you're going to have here that you obviously want to run the car at its optimum weight whoa. so you're not going to put all the fuel More, in yeah are you ah, no, no 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 there's not i mean i know there's limits they will and... they will just stick as much fuel in as, as they ever did right but but isn't that extra excess weight then with all the yeah there is an extra yeah they'll kilos. run as much fuel as they ever did lisa but they only ever come back with what they need to come back with six or seven liters to the service nobody comes back with more than that I think Lisa's point There'll is no you, 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 would, you would use less fuel if you're using no, hybrid. No, 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 you won't. That's what's in my head. That's no, what I thought the whole point negligible. of it was. No. They're only in, in EV mode in the service park. Oh, okay. Right, brilliant. That clears that up completely. Yep. So, George, go, go back to my question then. What, what, what do you reckon? You know, and I know we're guessing, David, and I'm sorry, it's, 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 it's a bit of a silly question. I know we're kind of guessing because we, we don't the really know. The easy way to do it, what's, Colin. What's it worth on a twenty-kilometer stage? This, this, you know, in terms of time. So, so Against... let's let's say let's say you could maybe get as much as six or seven kilometers maximum over the course of any stage. You would have with some level of assistance, whatever level of assistance is that you've got, and so six or seven kilometers. I would, I would. Just taking a stab in the dark. Now, I could be miles out, but I won't... Well, I won't be miles out, but I won't be super accurate either. But is you that, for, sorry, that, for, for that six or boost, seven... Is it, yeah, with, with, with the additional boost, yeah, of whatever oh, it level it's going like to be. like that. Well, no, it, it, it'll, be, it'll be the equivalent of something like that. I mean, I'm going on the fact that if, if I drive my Volkswagen Golf, which has exa almost exactly the same capacity of system, I know that I can, I can get about... Six or seven miles of of yeah, but hard no, no, driving. George, we're talking seconds. We're talking literally seconds. Seconds of, of a boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what Nothing they're allowed. More. Okay, so so let's say let's say okay, let's say that I'm completely wrong with that that evaluation. Um, I, I was imagining it would be delivering you know fifty sixty horsepower uh, because there's different mappings available. 
So I was thinking that you could you could tease it out over a number of miles, and that would be the most That's efficient true. way no, of using it. So on that basis, figure it out. Yeah. You've maybe got a, you've maybe got somewhere between eighty and a hundred horsepower more than another competitor for maybe six or seven kilometers. Maybe it's just four or five kilometers. What's that worth? Yeah. That's going to be worth. That's going to be worth maybe a second to say one to two seconds per kilometer, um, uh, depending on the terrain and and the all all the other objectivities that come into the place. So you're maybe looking at fifteen fifteen seconds potentially. Stage. Fifteen seconds a on stage, a stage on a, on a twenty yeah. kilometer stage, something like that. Well, no, it, maybe, no, maybe, maybe not, Colin. Maybe not because yeah. if you can if you can regenerate it on the road section, which you can do, you'll be able to do that very quickly because it will recharge quickly on the road sections because you're running your engine, you're driving the car along the road, plus you're recharging the system. Yeah. So um, as you're as you're uh, Driving there, so you'll you'll have that every stage. So it might be in a, a ten kilometer stage, yeah. It, it's it's still worth the same because you'll still get that five, six, seven, eight kilometers of Ooh. of assist. David, so there's another David, factor. You started this, Colin. You started this. You know, David. You got us into this, Colin. You asked the question. We it's don't a have a full question. deck of cards here. We don't have a full deck of cards, uh, unfortunately. I've not managed to speak to anyone yet properly <laughs> shall about we, this. Shall we, just, shall we move on to talking about the colour of the cards? Let's do orbital Who's, mechanics. That's, that's going to be just as simple. Oh, <laughs> oh my I, goodness. I I, a cup of tea's just arrived for me. Thank God. Thank God a cup of tea, because that's, that's just about, you know... I have to say, watching uh, the Extreme E Championship and the deployment of the boost in that, I found, as a spectator, seriously underwhelming I, yeah, I'm hoping I that, agree. that I elements agree. of these are going to be a bit more yeah I would be with you there I think I it, I think it will be I think it here. will be slightly more straightforward than our concerns are I think ultimately it'll just you know we've got cars with X amount of power and they might have a little bit less power for part of the stage use it in the right place yeah. and you're going to be fast I think visually from our point of view in rally it's not going to be terribly yeah. much different but but also George things to consider is is the fact that we've talked about you know the mechanical um, transmission they're carrying an extra 100 kilos yeah. when they're on those super soft tires they are going to use the tire yes. that's, that's a factor mm. david that's a factor so who's who's the cleverest guy on tires oh yes yeah, sebastian Ogier. sebastian Ogier. there you go <laughs> there you go 100 yeah. percent. yeah but you know again talking to all of them they're in the same boat as us none of them know and uh-huh. there's real apprehension in the teams because we know a little bit about some of the failures with the hybrid and stuff. They know everything. And, you know, all of these teams, they all talk, the mechanics talk. And I've I've got a real sense across the service part that genuinely, you know, they're all kind of looking out for each other almost because they're all in the same boat, all with the same kit. So that, yeah, um, that, that tells you, know, you that tells you where their concern is. So, I mean, from my point it, of view, I'd be at brand new cars, brand new chassis. Everyone's got, you know, three brand new chassis, Fords, uh, Toyota and Hyundai, all brand new. Uh, I'm confident all those are well-resourced teams with brilliant people in them, very, very experienced. Everyone will have been working hard. I'd be confident the cars are going to be good. And and they will be reliable. The only question for me the is cars, the hybrid system. The cars are good, George, but also don't forget that you know we've got this new FIA safety cell, uh, which is common to all three of the of the cars. So they've yeah. got the, the tubular chassis and they've just bolted on these panels yep. 
to make the cars look different. They're space frame chassis. There is a significant issue for the co-drivers. Yeah, you know, they're, that they're is a factor. The co-drivers yeah. as, as comfortable as they can. But talking to Craig mm-hmm. Breen, you know, Craig's Paul Nagel is one of the taller co-drivers. Uh, and and Breen, he said, you know, he's he's got his sessions with the chiropractor booked in already. Mm-hmm. He is kind of folding himself into the car. He's very safe when he's in the car. Uh, but there's not a lot of comfort in there. Um, and that's, everything is changing. Everything is different. Um, everything's changing, a David, bit, but you. Everything's changing, everything's moving, changing moving, but you. Moving on a little miles bit apart, to, to, but you to the know fact I love that, you. Um, that, that <laughs> Elvin, is, <laughs> Elvin is, is moving into this role now as, as a sort of team leader. Yeah. You know, with Ogier departing, is this Elvin's season? Uh, it, it's a difficult one because while he's there, he's got great experience. He's been around the championship a long time now. He's also got Calais coming up, and and he's not just snapping at his heels now. Oh, no. He's actually on a par in terms of speed on many events. Yeah. Um, and I I said to Elvin, you know, is this your almost your last year that you can go in and think, right, I've got the edge over Calais. I've got to use it. Is there an urgency? You know, there's always an urgency to be a champion. Is there an extra urgency this year? Um, and Elvin said a lot of words, but yeah, he didn't really take the bait. He didn't really answer. Um, <laughs> how do they get all, on? Which I have, how, oh, great. Yeah. Great. And, that, you know, that's one of the things. He, I, Elvin said, you know, we don't need a team leader in this team because the team is so together. Uh, and they are genuinely together. We saw this when, when Ogier went to M Sport. It was incredible the way that, that him, Tanak, and Elvin worked together in 17. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but there was, there was a, you know, there was a team leader there. There was a very definite Yeah, of course there was. Of course there was, yeah. Sometimes it totally. doesn't work, though, David, when you don't have a defined team leader. But, but, but normally that situation arises because you've got two very strong drivers, two very strong personalities who, the, who the, the team management don't want to, if you like, you know, alienate by saying you're number one, you're number two. That's very different at Toyota this year, isn't it? As you say, because they, they are very much all, you know, on a par. And they, they, it's not that situation. You've got, you haven't got two egos saying, yeah, yeah but- I want to be number one. So you get the conflict. And the conflict for me can sometimes be detrimental to the team unless you have a defined... I've never, ever agreed with not having a team leader. I think you always have to. But in this situation, equally, it's, different. It, it's different. You could say Toyota's not had a, had, a, had a de facto team leader for the last two years because... Ah. There was never any team orders. No, 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 no. But it's 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 not explicit team orders. But it's it's you know. No, but there was never any preferential treatment for us. He didn't get the first test. He didn't get the new parts first. Well, as far as we know. Well, you know, I yeah, okay, okay. You know, it was never it was never explicitly stated. But you know, it's it. It's very different. Yeah. At Toyota compared to what it was at Volkswagen. Oh, very, very different. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I, and I don't think it worked at Volkswagen. I really don't think, no. you know, I, I, okay, you can't argue against their their success. Their success was just, it was all conquering, wasn't it? And it was, it was all, it was dominant. And it, and it actually, it was too much for it the was, sport. And, it was too much for the sport. Um, and, and, the, and the story was spun that they were this great family and, and everybody were. was friends yeah, with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Nonsense. No, you know, Absolute nonsense. Well, you know, so it was a whole different Totally, totally. And, and, and you know, and, and it, it did foster a, a strange atmosphere between the drivers at mm. times. And we know that Latvala was, was intimidated by Ogier. And, and you know, I am, I am Ogier's biggest fan. And, you know, for me, a world champion is a world champion. And, and none of us have been world champions. We don't have that mentality. You know where where it's it's win at all costs, and I, I, you see it in other sports. And 
you know, it's very easy to knock people in that situation. But, you know, the reason that they're world champions and great world champions is because they're able to adopt that mentality. And the yep. mentality Ogier had in the Volkswagen days was, you know, um, who, who are my opponents? Who do I have to beat? Now, normally it would be someone in another team. In that circumstance, it was quite clear. It was his own teammates. And he destroyed Latvala. Yeah, and he had no, totally. he had no concerns about it whatsoever. It's, that is my opposition. Why should he? That was his job. That is my job. I'm, and he, and he mm. beat him. Not just we're not talking about on the timesheets. He beat him mentally in the head. He beat him in the yeah. head. You know, and 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 for me that was, you know, you've got no number. If you've got a number one, Latvala knows his place. Um, Mickelson knows his right. place. Ogier knows so, his place. So here's a question then that I uh, we we kind of agreed to disagree a little bit about Toyota. Who's the number one at Hyundai? There isn't one, and this this for me is a problem. This is what I'm saying. It, it absolutely plays. It, it's it's a problem. It's a. I disagree problem. that it's a problem, Colin. I disagree. Okay, well, well George, this is the great thing. We th there are two very different trains of thought yeah. on this. There's yeah. one that says, well, two... come on, eh, George. Well, tell one us. is one is you know you say well, none of us have been world champions. I've I've worked in world championship teams and yeah, I've right, worked in world I'm champion so I teams for that, George. and I've I worked around you, you have world been. champions. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've already yeah. been unbelievably derogatory to me this morning already. So you know, <laughs> I'm not going to take offence, Colin, but I am offended. You know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no. mate. And, and remember, what does a Scotsman do when he's, he's offended? He retaliates first. So be careful; <laughs> it'll come back. Um, I guess you've retaliated. Colin's only been awake twenty minutes. Yeah, but he <laughs> first this morning. Okay, so I'm so I'm owed of a couple, uh, a couple of sideswipes. No, I mean the bottom line is uh, any any team that that appoints a number one and then puts everything behind that is is putting all their eggs in one basket. So no, I, I respect what Hyundai do and and I, I respect basically what what Volkswagen did and and Toyota are doing and even and and Ford as well. You know, you back the winning driver, you go out on that event, whichever driver is is winning, you know, is leading and is going to win that event. You, you, if there's any resource yes. to throw behind them, it goes behind that that guy initially. And, 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 and there's a pecking order that develops. Obviously, later in the year, if you're trying to get someone to win a championship, that, that, that changes slightly. And you might ask drivers to move around a little bit or resource it slightly differently. But, yeah, I mean, George, it's, it's, it's all strategy, isn't it? And it's, it's, it's just it's, it's tactics it's, and applies, strategy, Colin. Exactly. And, and it applies that. across business. Mm. It applies across sport, yeah. and it's uh -huh. you know, and and you can't argue about it. And I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, you the, know, it's, the, it's, those teams, those teams are you know those drivers are paid to drive for the team, not not paid to to win for themselves. And and many drivers over the years have lost that focus, and 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 effectively been pulled up at one point or another. Uh, that said, the the benefit the benefit for a team to have the winning driver as long as they're with them the following year is massive, absolutely massive. So even if you don't win the 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 manufacturer's champion, it's 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 often argued that you're better off having the world champion than being the world champion manufacturer. But mm. either way, you can still advertise off the back of it. You can still promote off the back of it. So well, yeah. it's, it's an interesting thought, though, George. What you said that you know that the drivers drive for the team, you know. It instantly made me think of three or four drivers that are driving that will start in Monte Carlo. And I'm thinking, yeah, there's at least two or three out there who are, who are driving to win the World Championship this year before anything else. Before well, I mean, that works, else. but that works for the team and you need that level of wow. determination. But actually, ultimately, they're being paid a lot of money as well. You know, everything that motivates them uh, in reality 
99% of it at least is is because they want to win and then you know that mm-hmm. driven passion to to that can be quite a destructive passion to anyone around them but um it, it's brilliant and and that's what you've got to leverage and that's what you've got to you've got to manage and and and, and get the benefit from but at the same time ultimately if there's any dispute inside a team those drivers are paid they're paid a lot of money so they'll do what they're told and that's that's a hard thing for a team manager to do, for a team so, boss so, to do. So here, here's the thing, Josh. Here's a question for you. Let, let's talk Hyundai, because David talked about Hyundai, mentioned them. Yeah. You know, Hyundai have two of the strongest characters in the championship in their team, you know, yeah. in, in Tanak. And Tanak is it's a disgruntled Tanak. It's an unhappy Tanak. It's an underperformance. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It has been no, over the past... Not. Oh, David, the past 18 <laughs> months... The past 18 months, there's no question. Okay. There is no question. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a, okay. a, an unhappy But get to the point. Is, the point is, you know, uh, when we talk team strategy, when we talk about managing drivers, you need a firm hand at the rudder. You know, how... There's uh, no hand on the rudder right now. At there's hand, none. There's, this is my point. Are. This is my point. We're six days. We're, we're less six days mm. away from Monte Carlo. And I've noticed Julian Monset's names appeared for the, the launch in Austria this weekend as, I can't remember the title that's been given to him. Deputy. De- deputy deputy team. team principal. Uh, but there's no team yeah. principal. There is no one. These are strong characters. What we saw at Subaru in the eighty in the, the early, not in the mid-noughties, was you know, a situation where no one was really in charge. The drivers were in charge, and it all went to whatever. Yeah. You know, um, look, from that point of view, from that point of view of Monte Carlo, there's so many variables, even though it's looking like a fairly dry Monte, we know there's going to be ice, there's no, we know there's going to be snow. You support all the drivers equally. You go out there and, and hopefully one of your guys is the, is, is, has got the strategy right. The gravel notes are so important. The ice notes coming back are so, so important. The weather reports balancing everything up understanding what's about to come is so important. Uh, and, and a lot of that's done between the driver and their note crew. There's, there's a huge factor yeah. there. The, brief, the way they're briefed, the way they're controlled, yeah. the way make, I, making sure I, they're I, not giving spurious information to the driver that's actually not accurate. If you can lean back on the scientific weather forecasts and the temperatures. Yeah, but George, my point is, my point is with two strong drivers, and David, what's your view on this? With two strong drivers and on the face of it, no strong character leading the team. How detrimental can that be, potentially, David? I, I don't think it will be because right. I think no, because I think in some respects, uh, the on in Monte Carlo it is the teams against the event. You know, Ooh, Monte Carlo is such a point. complicated, such a difficult event that you know there's this mentality of almost hunkering down and just getting through this event. I totally uh, agree with definitely. you, David. Totally agree. Yeah. But, mm. but also, I you know I. Whatever Andrea Adamo would or wouldn't have said to Oit Tanak on Thursday afternoon or to Thierry Neville going into the first stage, they would have taken it on board and then done exactly what they wanted. You know, these the, the, you have yeah, to get nah. quite a long way into the season. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. Oh, of David. course, so no, I'm not buying that. No, that, 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 that. no, no, no. So you're telling me that if that if that if that if um, no, 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 Adamo had said, I'm not right, I want, I want to put you, no, no. Oit, I want to put you on super soft, and I want to put you, Thierry, on soft. No, just so we've got the. Nonsense. No, I'm not he buying the simplicity the... of your argument. It, it's I, I, hey. yeah, I agree entirely, and it's unusual for you, David. And I, 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 I'm granting you, you've had a few late but, nights and it was an early morning, so maybe your but, brain's not 100% working. But this the event simplicity requires of that a is nonsense. Of sim- it's nonsense. 
You need someone at the top. Yes, yes, yes. When they go out, no, no, no. The drivers, of course, do. you let, do. Let but what, so, what's that? What are they going to say then? Let, what's that no, person going to say finish. to the driver? It's not those situations we're talking about. You know, those situations we know exactly what's going to happen. It's the Portugal situation where someone had to make the call. This is Monte Carlo rally we're talking about here. Yeah, all right. It's it's totally different. There's still potential for having to play tactics, for having someone with a strong hand, having to make difficult decisions, you know. And in any rally, there is that possibility. And, and, And yeah, okay, Monte Carlo is a unique rally. But my view is, okay, if everything goes well, no one will notice that there is no team boss. But there is the... can I, can I make, can I make a comment now? Can I make a comment now, please, Colin? Can I just jump in and say... No, David, David, wait, I really wait, want wait, to make wait, the point down. here. Calm down. <laughs> you, you've, both, you've both got a point. <laughs> you've both got a point. The, the, the important thing is I don't believe that Hyundai will be so rudderless that they'll allow their drivers to make foolish no. decisions. The team can have an opinion on, you know, one driver soft, one driver super soft. You would discuss it with the drivers because if it's that open, the drivers will happily bracket, Yeah. They, they will happily yeah. bracket. But I don't think um, uh, that Hyundai will be so rudderless that they'll allow the drivers to go off and both go away on a, a margin call that then just loses them a minute and a half to everyone else and loses the event on one stage. But it's not impossible, Colin. And that's, I think that's the point you're making is, will the, is the team strong enough to make sure that, that they can resist a margin call when it's not sensible right across the whole team? You'd want I, I, to keep someone back. Necessarily- yeah, and I'm not necessarily referring to drivers. I'm I'm, I'm talking about um, situations that yeah. arise that require a firmer hand in terms of yeah. tactics, in terms of decisions. Yeah, but Colt, you could also say that didn't Hyundai's ability to make those calls, those strategic calls, well, they're not marginalised when Alan Panas left the team Maybe. after Estonia. Maybe. So, you know, I'm sure there are, you know, there's there's Pablo, the the, the new team manager there, there's, there's Christian Lorio, yeah, you know, a man with vast experience. Yeah. That can make those calls. Yes, they do. They are missing that that senior figure right at the top of the tree. To to and and the trouble is, you know, for for a long time now, we've seen Adamo come out and make these really strong calls and make them vocally and and leave nobody in any doubt yeah. about where his intentions lie. Uh, there won't be that. Well, I think there will be because if there's no, any no, no, if there's there any be, gap there, there at all, Christian Lorio is a fantastic yes. guy Sorry, with fantastically George, strong. I mean, I mean, he will be I mean, in the media. We won't we won't be made so quite so obviously aware of them. Mm-hmm. They will be made internally, but you know, this is my point is that Andrea would come out and tell us exactly what was going on. Can I, right. can I, can I have a final word on this? You, I was going to say, you need argument. final word and then final my, thoughts because we are running word, out of time. My, my final word on this is that, you know, um, okay, we don't know. It's a new generation, it's new cars, but what we've seen in the past, you know, the cars are unbelievably evenly matched. You know, when you can get two different cars with different drivers doing a nearly 30 kilometre stage in identical times. We know that margins between success and failure are minimal, absolutely minimal. They're, they're micro percents at times. Not having a firm team boss might be half a percent. It might be a quarter percent. I thought, we'd, I thought we'd left that one behind, Colin. You're going over all ground here, man. That's my final point. But that's my final point. Sorry, George, okay. David. But that for me, that for me is 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 a potentially. But it's a, the, George. The, use your words. A catastrophic situation. I'm signing <laughs> out. Sorry, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many bigger, so many bigger unknowns than than Hyundai's lack of a team. Principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're dead right, Paul. You know, the, the cars are evenly matched. They've got the same power, but. The deployment and the and the integration of hybrid is massive for these things. So just to 
just to cover a little bit of business uh, for Monte Carlo, obviously it is not only the opening round of the World Drivers Championship, Manufacturer Championship, but also the first round of WRC2. Andreas Mikkelsen begins the defense, defense of his championship. Uh, other big names in WRC2, Marco Balassia, Nicola Gryazen, Johan Russell, Eric Kamelibach, Chris Ingram, Sean Jansen. Sorry, can't say that without saying the, the, uh, the American accent. And of course, oh, it was American, brand... was it? Okay. Yes, shut up, Lisa. <laughs> of course it was American. Uh, and all new WRC3, don't forget. Yeah. We have now got uh, Rally 3 cars fighting for WRC3 championship this year. So very exciting in terms of the route, all changed. Hang on, hang on, forget hang cap. on. One more drive you've forgotten Ooh. to mention. Fast Freddy's back yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, yes. Ooh, God, exciting. Yes, I was, I was going to catch that, Lisa. Don't worry. And co-driven by Finished. Peter Tune. Yes. Finished second. On his last two uh, Monte Carlo starts, is he going to finish second this year? Th this is one thing. This is his, here's one for you. Somebody suggested to me that Monte Carlo this year will be won by a Rally 2 car. Oh. Maybe Freddie Lloyds can win. Anyway, just before I finish, so complete change to the route. We're away from Gap. We're out of Gap. And we are back into Monaco for the service part. Don't forget no service on Friday lunchtime. No service on Saturday lunchtime. We have tyre zones only. Thursday night completely changed. We're into Col de Torini on Thursday night instead of Sunday afternoon. Um, um, Friday around Peugeot Tenier. Saturday up to Sistron. Sunday, uh, I can't remember. Close to Monaco again <laughs> yeah. somewhere. North of Nice, um, just north of Nice, not too far. <laughs> not, really. North of Nice, well done, south David. of that Paris. That was a very, very concise precy. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Had a, had a lot in it, David. I think you just. I'll just give you my time. It's okay. I'm done. I'm all the done. stuff we should, all, all the stuff yeah. we should have been talking about, now. but uh, yeah. the clock has beaten us because Lisa, David's I'm, off to Lisa, do another interview. I'm going. I'm going before. I, I am going. My final. You told final us you ran is, away about three no, or four no, minutes sorry, ago, Colin, and you've done nothing word, but talk since. <laughs> sorry, guys. You, you know, don't have, have a final word. Another word from Colin. A grumpy old man, and 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 I'll do my best to to get over that next time. Sorry, sorry from grumpy. Grumpy and stuff. That's right. Go back to bed. It's a loud call. It's okay. At this end. Apologies. Well done, chaps. We'll <laughs> Thank you very much, The most important thing yes. is enjoy enjoy Monte Carlo Rally, everyone, yes. uh, and all our listeners. Please enjoy it. And and guys, you get out there and give us the footage we need. I mean, I don't know. I think Absolutely. you've been slack the last couple of events, so I want to see better from you. I want to see yeah, more videos, and I want to see cool. them regularly. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm I, I I fall back into the 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 realms of. Uh, Dirtfish audience, and I'm, I'm wanting a better service from you. So lift the game, guys, okay? Right. We'll do. <laughs> Bye. Definitely. See you next bye week. Bye. Oh, it's bye. 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 Bye.